1: And welcome to Set Phasers, a highly illogical Star Trek podcast. And this time, it's about Picard. Picard. Picard.
0: It's about Picard. Picard. Yes. Welcome back, us and you, to Set Phasers. It is a stardate 01129.8. And today we're discussing season one, episode one, Star Trek Picard, entitled Remembrance cryptic Uh, it's cryptic i mean listen (laughs) all the episodes are available so it's not yeah it's not super cryptic but but you can pretend it's cryptic yes pretend
1: like you're watching it for the first time with us
0: that's what we want it to be like yeah i was talking to a friend earlier today and they said oh gosh you guys are doing picard i'd love to watch along with that yes tell a friend tell a friend Mm -hmm. you, you you trekkies out there that uh we're running down picard
1: and for all you regular watchers and listeners, we have a couple of new little sound effects that we're we're adding in every now and again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For your listening pleasure,
0: shall we'll we be folding them in? <laughs> yes,
1: yes, yeah. Like cheese. No one knows how to <laughs> fold cheese. I don't know. I don't know
0: anything about folding cheese, but it sounds <laughs> no structurally unsound.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let's run it down.
0: It's time to run it down. Can you run? For me. I feel like I my it. own personal delusions of grandeur come through mm. in that rendition of the run down. It's
1: like Star Trek meets Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yes. So so good. Do, 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 do
0: to sing okay (laughs) i'm glad i'm glad i got it (laughs) when i needed it i could do it so let's talk about remembrance shall we let's do it so it's been it's been years since picard was on the screen big or small Mm -hmm. speaking so this was like a reboot and we didn't know exactly where we would begin but we begin in a dream picard is playing poker with data whom as we will recall from the final TNG movie. Died, sacrificed himself in order to save the entire crew of the Enterprise. And they're playing poker. They're like doing bets and there is a little friendly banter. And Data says, Please, why are you stalling, Captain? And he says, I never want the game to end, which already, mm. future, uh, for those of us who know. And then they look out the window and see that they're in Mars or mm-hmm. in Mars orbit. Yep. And then Mars explodes. <laughs> And then Picard looks back, and Data's gone. And then the explosion crashes through the Enterprise itself. And then he wakes up.
1: It's all a dream.
0: Our next scene, we meet a new character. Mm. We meet Dodge. And uh, I wrote in my notes, hey, everybody, meet Dodge, but don't get too attached. So... (laughs) Dodge is hanging out with her boyfriend and they're talking and she's like, Hey, I got into the daystrom Institute and I'm going to be studying AI and quantum consciousness. And he's like, that calls for a drink. I'm so proud of you. Blah, 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 blah. And he goes to get drinks and he's at the replicator and he's like, Hey, let's make this blah, blah, blah. And then they're interrupted suddenly by several masked intruders. They're fully like all black, so You can't see what their faces are. And they throw a knife and they kill the boyfriend right away. Boom, dead. And then they put these weird, like, I guess they're called, ret- not retinal, like, you know, the things weird they put on Weird, glossy things, yeah. Yeah, to be like, uh, what's to use on Stamets? Yes. And Osira, essentially, oh. yeah. Uh, and they start to, like, interrogate her, like, where's... The...? She's like, I don't know, I don't know. And they're like, oh, she hasn't been activated yet. And they're like, fine, take her, we can interrogate her later. And they throw a bag over her head. But when they throw the bag over her head, she, guess what? Activates. And uh, then there's a just a pretty awesome sequence where she beats the crap out of them and then shoots them with their own guns, all with the bag still on her head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Badass. It's pretty badass. And then uh, she pulls the bag off and she's freaked out because she doesn't know what happened or why she was able to beat all these people up, and she's kneeling over her dead boyfriend, and then as she's kneeling there in a traumatic experience, she flashes and she sees an image of none other than Jean-Luc. Picard and that's where we go to the first credits okay so we get to see Picard after the credits going about his normal day he's in the vineyard he's speaking French to his dog lovingly named number one (laughs) 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 he uh, goes in for breakfast he has two housekeepers they're both Romulan that will become important later one with an Irish
1: accent which I thought was rather amusing
0: yeah sure Romulan uh, Romulan brogue Mm -hmm. um yes the <laughs> I, I didn't notice that the second time, really? <laughs> but now that you're mentioning it, I'm like, that is weird. It is weird. Um, yeah, you know, Romulans they have uh, Irish accents, I guess. Yeah,
1: but she came over uh, he, when she was young.
0: She came, yeah, that's right. She and she emigrated, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he orders his Earl Grey, but instead of hot, the modifier is decaf, and he's feeling melancholy. Uh, because of the dream and he explains it to his Two his two housekeepers And they mention that he has an interview with the Federation news network And he's got to get dressed and so he's having This interview and he's about to get ready For it but he's still feeling a little freaked out And he's he said to make sure that they don't mention the Thing and they say we've been over the contract a bunch of times And he gets a quick pep talk From uh, uh, Laris I think is the housekeeper That talks to him and he says we think that maybe You've forgotten who you are and he goes well And she goes well we haven't who you are and what you've done. Uh, so he goes to talk in this interview and they ask him, We this is where we get a big data dump of what's happened in the years since Picard, you know, we last saw him. Data dump. Oh, hello. <laughs> um, Sorry. Man, no, that was great. I, <laughs> I'm just, I'm reeling from how great that was. S- <laughs> there is a supernova explosion that destroyed the planet of Romulus in 2387. And... They knew the star was going supernova, and so Picard wanted to lead a group of, like, an armada from the Federation to save these people, get them off the planet before the star destroyed their planet, and he felt that the Federation had abandoned its duty by not doing so. Why did it not do so? Well, a number of reasons. A, there was not not enough uh, political will to save the Romulans, but also the Federation Armada, which was being built in the... Uh, Utopia Planitia Fleet Yards on Mars was attacked by rogue synthetics, which I think is a new sort of derogatory epithet for androids in this time. And uh, they killed 93,000 people, and some, and they ignited the stratosphere of Mars, which is still burning 14 years later, and so Federation did not have the will to save the Romulans, and so Picard went, and uh, it caused a ban of synthetics And then the interviewer That was basically what he asked him not to ask about But then they ask him Did you ever lose faith in Mr. Data Because now it's about synthetics, right? Then he says never And she says, what did you lose faith in? Why did he resign from Starfleet? And dun 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 Picard Oh yeah, go for it Then Admiral Jean-Luc Picard Resigned from Starfleet <laughs> Why? His pithy answer is because it was no longer Starfleet. He believes that abandoning the rescue of the Romulans was criminal and that he would not just stand by and watch it happen. And therefore, he resigned in protest. And also, he resigns from that interview in protest. He says, this is done. And he abruptly leaves. Afterwards, he's on the terrace. He's quoting Shakespeare and Dodge shows up. There's a little interstitial section where Dodge, after we assume she's sort of wandering the streets, she sees this interview of Picard. And she says, oh, that was the face of the person that flashed before my eyes because she didn't know who it was. And so she arrives at the, uh, the I guess, Picard vineyard. And she tells Picard, him all about the Ch- attack. is it
1: Chateau Picard? Chateau Picard. Chateau Picard. Picard.
0: Well, of course. Uh, and she tells him all about the attack and how... She didn't know what was happening, and then suddenly she was fighting people, and she uses this quote, it was like lightning seeking the ground, the moment of awakening, of activation. And she doesn't know how she knows him, but she knows that she feels safe with him. And so Picard is like, okay, well, I'm Picard, so whatever, I I will offer you shelter. We'll figure out, we'll get to the bottom of this. He notices she has a particular necklace, and she says, oh, yeah, this is an important necklace. She gives it to him to inspect. He gives it back. She leaves it when she goes... Uh, to to be shown her room and she's going to have dinner and all this stuff. That night, Picard has another dream. In this dream, Data is in the vineyard and he's painting and Picard shows up and he goes, oh, hey, Data, what are you painting? He goes, oh, I'm painting this thing, but it's not finished and it's an image of a woman looking off at uh, uh, the sea. And he goes, And Data says, hey, do you want to finish it? And Picard says, I don't know how to finish it. And Data says, oh, you do know how to finish it and other mysterious, mystical things that people say in your dreams. So he wakes up. He is notified that Daj mysteriously is gone, and he he leaves standing orders to say, "Okay, when she if she comes back, you let me know immediately." But I've got to go research something because I figured something out. He heads to the Starfleet Archive Museum. He goes to his like basically his storage locker. Essentially, <laughs> he he finds a painting that Data made uh, when they were serving together. It's the same painting that he saw in the dream. And the face of the woman is none other than. <gasps> Dodge. And what is the painting called? Daughter. The painting is simply called Daughter. Yes. It's called Daughter. What?
1: Data's what? daughter?
0: Data Data's has a, a daughter? daughter? Oh, my God. Data has a has daughter? And her name is Dodge? A lot of Ds. So, we flash now to Dodge. She's on the run in Paris. She's run away because she thinks, even though she felt safe with Picard, she is worried about endangering the people that she's close to because she thinks she's still being hunted. She ducks into an alley and she calls her mother on a holographic device and they talk and she's explaining about the attack. And then her mother says, oh, you should just go find Picard. And then Dodge says, I never told you about Picard. How do you know about Picard? And then her mother on the screen glitches out weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> And and then tells her, focus, find Picard. And then she enters some kind of weird trance, right? And she's able to find Picard, like, in a matter of seconds using, like, holographic heads-up display or whatever. Uh, so as we flash to Picard walking out of a building, I'm not sure exactly what's going on with the time sense there, but it happens. Daj walks up. And they talk again, and she's worried that she's a freak and that she's a, quote, soulless killer. And he says, no, you're special, because now he knows that she might be Data's daughter, or at the very least there's some kind of comparison there. So he says, listen, you and I have got to go to the Daystrom Institute so we can see if you are truly connected to Data, because if, if you are, you are a miracle, you know? And she explains that she was going to go to Daystrom to study, and he's like, oh, it's wonderful. And I will tell you the truth, at this moment, when I watched the series the first time, I was like, I'll watch this series where they just find out if she's Data's daughter and then he's like her surrogate parent and she studies for 10 episodes and then graduates and then builds a family of her own and Picard slowly enters his dotage, but he's, he's found a new reason to live. That would have been wonderful. That would have been. Right. But then Justice is like, hey, let's go to Daystrom. She's like, hey, I think we're being attacked. And she runs up on the roof and she brings Picard with her and then, like four more mass people it might be three i don't remember it felt like a thousand show up and they're once again completely their faces are covered and she's fighting with them as picard is standing back and watching her do all kinds of crazy cool stuff she's able to break the helmet thing on one of them and it's revealed that it is a romulan mm. but then in the middle of fighting one of them sprays like some sort of like acid or something on her face which causes her to get all acidic and then there's an explosion from one of the, the suits, I guess like self-destructive explosion. And as Picard is running for Dodge, she's completely immolated and he's thrown back. So there go our hopes and dreams of uh, family matters starring Picard and Dodge uh, Picard wakes in the next scene. Uh, his two housekeepers tell him that Dodge is dead, but that the police found him alone and that there's no evidence of any of this struggle business that he must have gotten up there on his own. So they speculate as to how that could possibly be. Is there some kind of thing? And Picard is talking about, now I saw her activate. She became, you know, something, something happened like lightning uh, uh, reaching for the ground. What did I just say? Like lightning seeking the ground. Anyway. Yeah. Picard follows through on his plan. He goes to Daystrom Institute and that's where we meet for the first time, Dr. Agnes Girati, Played by the wonderful...
1: Alison Pill.
0: Yes. Who... We also will have a theme for.
1: Yes, we will. She has (laughs) a very special theme. A few episodes, (laughs) she's going to
0: have a very special theme. She, I also note uh, in researching this, she is the only other character uh, apart from Picard that is in every episode of the series. Oh, yeah. Good one. The only other regular, which is cool. It's a cool thing. Anyway, he's like, uh, hey, Dr. Jurati, have you ever heard of like a flesh and blood android that's totally sentient? And she's like, uh, yeah, I'm here to work on that kind of stuff, which I can only do theoretically because of the ban on synthetics. But that kind of technology is like a thousand, like a thousand years away. And Picard's like, well, that's funny because I had tea with one yesterday. So she's like, say what? And they go on a trip through the Daystrom Institute Advanced Synthetic Research Area, which is essentially empty. Uh, because again of the ban and so it would be against galactic treaty but she explains that she was recruited by a one bruce maddox Mm. and that before the ban she and bruce were working on coming up with uh, a new positronic brain because here's the thing this is where it gets a little complicated but if you stay with us it'll be very satisfying because of the ban on synthetics there are no positronic brains in the galaxy right so in order for what Picard says he has witnessed, Dodge, a flesh and blood android with a positronic brain, the only way that could have been created is with some portion of Data's positronic neural network, right? Right. So he says that, he shows her the necklace. She says, oh, this is so weird. This necklace has a symbol for Maddox's uh, procedure, which he called fractal neuronic cloning, because he had this theory that if you could have just one neuron of Data's neural net. You could use it to recreate his entire physiology and his memories, basically a whole mind. But also you could use that to, to create new clones thereof, right? And Data's like, oh, that's, I mean, Picard's like, that's kind of funky. And then gerardi's like, yeah, well, uh, so you met one. And, and so there's going to be another because they're cloned in pairs. And Picard goes, hmm, so there's another one. And then we get our final scene: a, a Romulan ship flies through space. It docks with the Romulan reclamation site at the quote artifact. Mm. A Romulan is walking on some sort of catwalk, kind of thing, you know, Romulans. And <laughs> he walks up to a Doctor Asha. It's a
1: rather handsome Romulan, by oh, he's he's hmm.
0: dashing in all in all the bad ways, and all his British uh, badness. Mm, it's like a British
1: hysteric. nerdy biker.
0: Oh, yes, yes. He's he's a bad boy, but like a well-read, brooding, sad, tortured, big-hearted bad boy. And so he comes up and he says, oh, hey, Dr. Asha. And Dr. Asha turns around and she looks like... Hey, guess what? Dr. Asha looks exactly like she is the spitting image for Daj. Also, she's wearing the same necklace. Hint, And... Yes, this hot, hot, brooding Romulan's like, hey, nice necklace, what's up? And she's like, oh, yeah, this necklace, my twin sister has the matching one. And it was, uh, you know, whatever. And he's like, oh, cool, It's sweet. He's like, yeah, I have a brother. He died last year, pretty surprisingly. And and she's like, oh, I'd be interested to hear your tale. Because she's also getting into the whole vibe. And they're like, flirty, 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 flirty. And... He's like, sure, let me tell you all about it. And they walk off into the distance. And as they do that, we realize that this Romulan reclamation site, dot, 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 this artifact, dot, 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 it is a Borg cube. And that is the end of season one, episode one. Picard, an episode entitled Remembrance.
1: Woo. First episode, there's a lot of setup. We've got to get the backstory. Yeah, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yes. You know. We're we're finding out that this is going to be pertaining to the legacy of Data, but also there's there's on the one hand there's like Data and Picard's memories of him, and obviously that he loves him and and lost him and still thinks about him, dreams about him literally. Mm-hmm. And then also the Federation has completely excised and outlawed the idea of androids. So I mean, we couldn't start at more polar opposition. For our protagonist and these the world surrounding him. So it's a pretty beautiful setup, I have to say. Also, there's some mysterious things. We know about the Romulan, the supernova destroying the planet, but we don't quite know what happened with the like saving the Romulans that they could since the Federation didn't do it and all this stuff. So there's some cool stuff. There's like the history of the Romulans, there's data, and now we have this Daj and Dr. Asha who are both somehow by the theories posited in this first episode, they must be created from data's positronic mind. But we have some questions outstanding. One, mm-hmm. who is attacking who killed and attacked Asha, a uh, dodge. And are they going to go for Asha two? Who the heck is Bruce Maddox? And what does he want with everything? And three, Dodge's mom situation. Who is who is Dodge talking to? Her memories are fabrication. So, mm-hmm. someone is at the helm. Someone is directing Daj before she dies towards Picard. Before she dies, yeah, I said Dodge.
1: Sure, Sean, are we Sean Connery I'm clever.
0: again. Tonight? I'm super. Yes, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm very clever. I'm Sean, yes, money, buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> So, who
0: created the twins? Who created the twins? And what are they doing? Mm. Like, why is she, why I mean, Dodge is a real question. Why was she going to the from Institute? Why is she planning on working on quantum consciousness? But she's dead now, which is right. just beginning of this mystery. But And the other one's alive Doctor, and already doing yeah.
1: some sort of yeah. clever job on a, thing on a Borg, Borg ship.
0: Cube. Borg cube! Working for the Romulans? It's like, whoa. It's whoa. It's a whole lot of whoa. So all I'm saying is, if you've never seen the series before, I hope you will join us as we explore the next nine episodes of Star Trek Picard. It will be a thrilling adventure ride. There's a lot of great Picard-esque speeches. There's some wonderful Borg stuff. Hint, hint. Uh, There's some great characters from the past. And there's some great new future characters. Mm. And uh, there's some bridges between the new Star Trek series. So anyway, I think it's going to be great.
1: Yeah. I and can't if, wait. I mean, being a huge fan, and I grew up on the TNG, mm-hmm. I was super excited to have Picard come back, see some of our favorite people. The Bruce Maddox thing, I was like, hang on, I remember Bruce Maddox. Yes, exactly. Where, where was Bruce Maddox from? And I mean, it was like, it was probably season one. You can always tell sometimes from the the, the uniforms. Mm-hmm. And they had the zip mm-hmm. up at the front.
0: Yes. I think it's going to be... Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, but come along with us and enjoy Picard. Uh, Do you want to hit some quotable moments?
1: I would love to hit some quotable moments.
0: Quotable
1: moments? Did we have any speeches? Did Picard give any speeches?
0: The one that I liked the most was probably the one from the interview. Right. Yes. Which she says, Well, and the
1: Dunkirk thing. Well, well. the Dunkirk. That's yes.
0: And that's all that's all in that last paragraph of the interview because she's like, what did you lose faith in? And he's mentioned Dunkirk because she was mentioning the pyramids and he's like, the pyramids. It's more like Dunkirk, all these these independently owned vessels going to Romulus to try and save people, uh, you know, brick or back put together. And she says, okay, well, why did you resign? What, what did you lose faith in that made you leave the the uh, Federation? And, she, and he says, we withdrew. The galaxy was mourning, burying its dead, and Starfleet had slunk from its duties. The decision to call off the rescue and to abandon those people we had sworn to save was not just dishonorable, it was downright criminal, and I was not prepared to stand by and be a spectator. And you, my dear, you have no idea what Dunkirk is, right? You're a stranger to history. You're a stranger to war you just wave your hand and it all goes away well it's not so easy for those who died and it's not so easy for those who were left behind we're done here jean luc sometimes i think the only reason i come here is to listen to these wonderful speeches of yours thank you oh, yes that was hey, a welcome. wonderful picard speech <laughs> it and was a great speech there will be there will be many more
1: <laughs> i mean that's 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 our too our
0: too I mean you you give him a little something to uh to pontificate about in every episode, and he always brings it full circle um I also like the quote when he finally after Dodge has died and he wakes up and he sort of shakes off the sort of morose sadness when he's talking about an old man he's talking about himself in the third person, and he says, "I haven't been living. I've been waiting to die, yes indeed, and that's when he's like I'm gonna figure this thing out if it's the last thing I do. Uh, did you have any particular quotes of favor?
1: Not particularly. I think that speech you write when he was giving the interview was probably the best.
0: Um, yes. They had some. Did you have any more? Um. They're not all great, but I do like the uh, when he's talking to the computer in the archive. I think it's called Index. Uh, he says, and no one besides myself has access, correct? And Index says, unless you prefer, we sell tickets. And he says, is that humor? And it says, we're trying something new. And he says, don't give up your day job. Yes. One-liner from Jean-Luc. Uh, yeah. Well, I hope you're as excited as we are. Uh, I'm thrilled. I know
1: it feels like a short episode tonight, but I think we've just got so much setup of what's to yeah, come. I'm uh, so all yeah, have
0: so much to, more. Trying to keep it tight, going to keep it no, tight. No, no. Yeah, there's some new music in the pipeline that uh, oh, is going to yeah. blow blow some minds. We're probably going to have an album's worth of material by the end of this. <laughs> uh, I hope so. Yeah. Um, well, next time, shall we?
1: Let's next time.
0: Next time. On set phasers. Well, okay. So next time on set phasers, we will be talking about episode two of Star Trek Picard entitled Maps and Legends. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention that I so love about the series all the titles are so great and weird and multifaceted and have double meaning. So, Maps and Legends is episode two.
1: Maps and Legends.
0: And Legends. Uh, on our next episode of Set Phasers, thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoy the program, you can catch us every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live or as a podcast that comes out every Monday wherever podcasts come from. And please subscribe.
1: Please subscribe. Please give us a rating. We're doing so well in the charts. Apparently, we're number five in Ireland. What? Not like overall in like after track shows in Michael. You mean. Yes, in Romulus. in Romulus. It might have been our, our Irish Romulan friend who is listening to our show. I hope not so. sure. But we are on Instagram and Facebook at Set Phasers Podcast. Feel free to follow along and join in the conversation of all things Trek.
0: Yes, and if you like what you're hearing or seeing, <laughs> please, uh, if you want to support our continuing mission to discover what, well, Star Trek Picard has in store for us, we'd only be delighted. You can patronize us, we could take it, by going to patreon.com slash setphasers.
1: And of course, with our patron program, yes. you can of course join join us and watch Star Trek with us. And we, we will be doing that next Sunday. Uh, we will be doing a obviously obviously oh, an Android episode, of course, obviously. So uh, please do join up. Uh, there are various levels, and they're very affordable. And you can nerd out with us and some other like Star Trek nerds too. Yes. So we look forward to seeing you there. We Until. Do. <laughs> Until next time I'm Steph Mans And
0: I'm Aki Burmese And this has been Set Phasers A highly illogical Star Trek podcast
1: Computer End program
0: Live long and prosper <laughs>